0: Support for this program is provided by Chevron.
1: It is crazy right now on Capitol Hill. It's like watching an episode of Game of Thrones and the Republicans, Joe Manchin, and Kristen Cinema are the
0: Lannisters. No deal. No climate! No deal! Look, the environmental no groups climate. are they're a little anxious. I mean they're they're certainly trying to get more information from the administration about what's on the chopping block here, but they're also trying to pressure the administration into uh, ensuring that it doesn't sacrifice a lot of these climate provisions. I mean, when I talk to activists, they note that originally this domestic agenda started in the $6 trillion range, and now we're down to $3.5 and now there's uh, senators, including Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema, who are talking about reducing it even further.
1: Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema are the
0: lampsters. So, with all the myriad problems we have on climate and environment, uh, they require a lot of money and a lot of investment. And if you're going to start dropping how much money you're, you're going to spend on those issues now, then you might not ever fully address the problems that a lot of these groups have been angling to get solved for decades.
1: I'm Carlos Prieto. This is Politico Energy. And today, Zach Coleman on the cracks starting to show between President Joe Biden and environmental
0: justice groups. It's Wednesday, October 6th. President Biden came into the presidency framing his climate agenda around environmental justice and injustice terms, Addressing intergenerational climate issues. So the environmental groups are making sure that Biden uh, aligns his walk with the talk. And, uh, you know, we're going to see even uh, in the middle of this month, next week, uh, a bunch of environmental justice organizations and environmental groups are planning week long protests at the White House and Congress.
1: Right. And, and this pressure is not just waiting to happen next week. They're already took some steps back in August that you were reporting on. What what did you find?
0: Yeah. So there was an email blast in August from a coalition of groups called Stop the Money Pipeline. The, that coalition is trying to get fossil fuel finance to come to a grinding halt by focusing on financial regulations and the big banks. And, you know, this email blast, it was sent 5,600 times to top White House officials, including Gina McCarthy, Brian Deese, and David Kiva, who is leading the outreach for the White House to environmental organizations. And, you know, that essentially shuttered email between those top officials for a couple days. I mean, this really just goes to show that there are a lot of feelings involved here. I mean, these are issues in communities that have gone unaddressed for decades and they have a president coming in saying, I will help you address those. I will shine a light on these problems and I will put the full force of the federal government behind it. And what they haven't seen is that last part.
1: Right, and that feeling must be made worse when they see that there are some provisions on the reconciliation bill that are not on the chopping block that are seen as supporting fossil fuels. And some of the moves from the administration are also supporting fossil fuels developments in federal lands. Is that part of what they're concerned by the White House uh, doing to?
0: There's some broad dissatisfaction over some major policy direction, uh, one of which is the administration has not canceled permits that were issued by the Trump administration that green lights the Line 3 pipeline that would bring oil sands from Canada. The administration also uh, continued to issue leases for oil and gas drilling in the Gulf of Mexico. You know, but then there's other policy choices that the administration has made, like to support CCS, carbon capture and storage. Zach,
1: it's felt all throughout the process of negotiating the reconciliation bill as if the president and progressive groups are on the same side you know the president has this build back better plan which is kind of at the heart of the reconciliation bill with huge investments on climate change but i'm curious you know as we're seeing these negotiations actually come through if we're seeing some cracks in in this partnership and if there's a risk that biden might lose some of the support that has been pretty solid at least so far
0: i think if biden doesn't come through on getting environmental justice spending across the finish line he will certainly lose support from groups that have been told by any number of political candidates that their issues matter. And they really feel as if Biden this time around was being an honorable politician and there ever was such a thing and true to his word. And this is where the rubber hits the road. The proof is in the pudding. uh, You got to walk the talk. I mean, all these terms were used because I mean, this is it. You got to prove it. And uh, this is the moment with the domestic legislation. So if he decides that he can do without environmental justice spending to get the rest of his priorities across the finish line, then yeah, you will definitely see these groups turn away from Joe Biden.
1: Also. Five Midwest states are teaming up to build a massive electric vehicle charging network. The plan, called the Regional Electric Vehicle or REV Midwest, would build an expansive charging network through Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Indiana, and Illinois, a venture that Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer hopes will allow the region to lead on electric vehicle adoption, reduce emissions, and create jobs. The governors, four Democrats and one Republican, are hoping that an organized effort among neighboring states will help a smooth implementation. They're also hoping that the upcoming reconciliation bill will help them expand this venture even more. If you want more news on energy and the environment in your inbox, make sure to subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com morningenergy. And just a heads up that this is the final week where you get to tell us how we should be doing our jobs. So go to politico.com slash podsurvey and let us know what you'd like Politico Energy and all other Politico podcasts to do differently or to keep doing. That includes the stories we talk about and how we talk about them or just literally anything. So, one more time, politico.com slash podsurvey. And thank you for your input. I'm Carlos Prieto, and we'll see you
0: tomorrow. Support for this program is provided by Chevron. Did you know that Chevron supports the ambitions of the Paris Agreement? In fact, they've even tied their executives' compensation to lowering the carbon emissions intensity of their operations. Because it's only human to help power a brighter future.